0: deep in london's beating hard lies a wall do be if you know the hello everyone ever and welcome to the shrieking shack side. this is a, a harry potter reread like podcast for lapsed fans i am your host and zc
1: and i'm liz
0: and liz never have i felt uh the lapsed fan part of this uh <laughs> description more than right the fuck now 12 49 p.m uh pacific time in the u.s uh uh nearly i guess 11 p.m uh in 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 uh in scotland i assume uh i'm bad at clocks so so do not do not write in if i got that wrong yeah that Um, sounds about
1: right sure right enough
0: but uh uh jk rowling is 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 on one today
1: yeah it's It's really something Uh, I am honestly (laughs) speechless, which is too bad because this is a podcast
0: (laughs) we've, we've, you know, we've covered extensively obsessively uh, JK Rowling's tweeting habits on the show before, but I don't think we have ever been treated to a full on meltdown right before and, and potentially during (laughs) recording.
1: Yeah. I, I would say that like, uh I, I guess it was like right before Christmas uh that we got the you know the night before Christmas Jeremy Corbin
0: poem. <laughs> That was my birthday. And, that was that my was, birthday. That was present for from your birthday, yeah. which is pretty
1: incredible. Um and, and this is like in a different style, right? This is not a pre-composed um tweeting a, tw- no. a tweet storm uh, this is a off the cuff uh she's just getting getting down uh with tweeting today and it's she, it's a lot
0: <laughs> she is posting through it she is on one uh, and and uh she will never she will never stop posting um the thing that set this up like god before like yesterday i was getting all my notes ready uh-huh. And I was already like, wow, we have a lot to talk about in the news segment. Because like previously, earlier this week, she had been kind of going nuts on Twitter.
1: Can you tell me anything about this account that made the original tweet? Because it's 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 momentum at People's Momentum. Do you know anything about them or what, th- what that is?
0: I don't. So I don't know if it's actually Jeremy Corbyn's campaign, but Momentum is like was his was his campaign okay i like it. i i am i am not a british politics expert but like momentum is uh tied to corbin i don't know if this is literally his like party account or whatever but 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 they are left wing of the labor party like sure lobbying group uh okay and and her just popping like like the the best thing about this is all the replies are confused like, like, i'm
1: I'm confused and I, I i know like part of it is because i'm like out of my depth with this this particular political discussion but also i'm pretty sure it's like pretty nonsensical like i like when you when you quote tweet something like that that is just like about income inequality and say i would like i i wish this were satire or whatever <laughs> I, I just i like what part like i that's the part that's what i'm confused about I'm yeah. like what
0: because because her usual mo <laughs> Is to like find some weirdo with like five followers who is being anti-Semitic, right? Sure. Uh, And then going like, ugh, like, like take a look at at the Corbinites doing doing anti-Semitism on the Twitter, but this time she's just going to the source for it. But just I I I guess I'm supposed to at face value be like. Oh, income inequality is good, actually like what was her goal here? What was the point?
1: I, yeah, I feel like there's something here that I'm just not seeing like i i don't I don't know what what would be satire here.
0: Uh, so so the so all of their like i said all the replies to this i think you know normally when she goes off like this all the replies are pretty sycophantic but like i think everyone is pretty fucking confused about this um it, but she is just posting through it like, like oh yeah uh she is accusing some rando of defamation uh in the replies uh she is talking to uh graham Linham, Linham, L- Linham. Uh, I'm not particularly interested in saying his name right because he's not interested in saying people's pronouns right. So, like, fuck him. Um, yeah, but which
1: his his tweets are private. I cannot see what she is responding to. Just whatever it is is genius, which I doubt.
0: Ah, uh, it is. Uh, mm, ah, wow, Chef Kiss. I'm so like like the the carefully constructed. Uh, uh, facade that she has had of like the 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 careful critique uh, uh, of 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 left wing politics is just gone. Like like here we go. Like she she can't. I mean, God. Like speaking of of, of my notes before the show, I had that thing, but I missed that you pointed out that she she favorited another turfy tweet.
1: Yeah, and and I feel like when I guess the first time that that happened many many months ago. I there was a small part of me that thought that maybe she was just confused because it was like a turfy tweet that was kind of cloaked in uh, like other uh, like I-, I could I could see where someone might be confused not that that excuses it or anything especially because she's such a she has such a platform but this Mm -hmm. was just like the most like this is just (laughs) vile like absolute vile bullshit there is there is no mistaking this for anything other than outright transphobia and and she liked it and also follows the account that like wrote it and she can't yikes
0: she can't middle-aged moment her way out of this one no, uh, no. Uh, and cannot middle-aged moment her way out of uh palling around publicly with with uh graham now um who is like the most pathetic vile british transphobia i can what the fuck is going on over there what's what's w- like like obviously transphobia is a problem everywhere but what what the fuck specifically is going on in britain right now where that is just like like the number one thing on everyone's minds it is so baffling to me
1: yeah yikes um so uh i guess like we've said this before uh, a long time ago but but she's definitely not invited on the podcast anymore no like double, absolutely not. double double canceled appearing on the podcast all of her <laughs> all of her guest spots uh have been revoked uh we are not interested
0: i uh... I just, I hope she keeps posting through it. I hope we get more. uh, uh, I will be throughout the show. I'm going to be keeping an eye on, on her account. It's just so perfect. I'm, I'm so glad in a way I'm, I'm, I'm relieved that she is kind of crossed the threshold now. Um, And I, and I hope that this just leads to more uh, uh, garbage posting on her part because like, I mean we've we've been we've been harping on this forever you know she sucks now uh has for quite a long time uh and uh and i and i kind of relish having like hard evidence of 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 her like shitty behavior that's a little less that, that rec- rec- requires a little less reading between the lines now um god
1: yeah, the posting is bad, folks. It's it's really really bad. Um and and what like what an appropriate time for this all to happen right after the the Twitter the literal Twitter shitstorm that happened a few days earlier. We That's have my transition. So much,
0: we there's <laughs> so much happening. The news keeps happening. We could have done an entire first segment about the the poop thing. The which by the way, I'm, I'm thank you to everyone who 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 reminded Twitter.com that that we have we've we've done been on the poop tip. Uh, <laughs> uh, we we knew this. Uh, we Regret, talked about regretfully, this. Regretfully,
1: we have always known about the poop. This is not new information, folks.
0: No, we 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 dove deep into the Pottermore article about plumbing uh that was that it's in the chamber of secrets article right like like because it, it's meant to cover up the plot hole of like well why is it in the sewer system if it was built before they had plumbing
1: this this i feel like this entire discourse has uh, a lot of layers the first one and i think the one that was touched on the most when when this kind of uh exploded on twitter was uh that it really makes no sense like like this is a small tiny tiny one sentence throwaway detail that is is in a wider article about the chamber of secrets uh and it's like why would they do this like from a world building perspective it really (laughs) like i get that it's like supposed to be just kind of a joke like i think it is a joke pretty typical of her writing Mm -hmm. but it makes no sense like human beings don't Do this like it it really? Does she
0: know that like the fucking Romans had plumbing? Like like does she know that like like people have not been like shitting themselves where they stand since like I don't know like the Neolithic era? Like like people don't fucking do that right? Like
1: like before like our modern plumbing that's it's not like an either or thing, right? It's not (laughs) you, you either. You either shit where you stand or you have modern plumbing. Like that's <laughs> just not how human beings <laughs> are. And I and I guess like part of it is like well, if you had magic maybe you would. And I just I I don't think so. I like I, know, like I, I just like, don't like magic
0: <laughs> magic definitely um has has provided some conveniences that have shaped the wizard world. I don't know if having magic gets rid of the sense of shame. That's like instilled in all human beings, you about know more o-
1: moreover, um, I think that like, if this were true, I think it would have some cultural impacts. like if wizards were indeed shitting themselves and vanishing the evidence for you know uh, so many years before modern plumbing was invented, it's not like plumbing gets invented, and like the cultural ramifications of that being true just disappear.
0: <laughs> right, like, right. Like yeah.
1: Why why would if if that was normal and there was no like shame attached to it, what would make wizards make the switch to installing plumbing?
0: <laughs> like would yeah, or, and and like or like privacy stalls in bathrooms, right? Or or and, yeah. or, and also what what about plumbing which like is I you know uh, modern modern plumbing i think gets the job done about as well as any technological system could until we can invent some sort of poop vanishing machine um but i i'm gonna say like technically if you really could just like like poop and immediately vanish it into another dimension or whatever that's basically the most efficient system that could ever exist so why would they kind of regress to having toilets right like
1: right like why why would they not like even if they adopted like privacy stalls and and even like things that looked like toilets why why would that be a fully functional plumbing system why would they not then vanish it it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. So, like, I think that there is that layer where it is bad world building that makes no sense. Um, but I, I think that the like funnier thing, widely to this, is that the like I I am one hundred percent convinced without a. Without a single doubt, that the only reason that this article exists is because she she is so bothered by people saying, Well, why is the chamber of secrets in a toilet when it was made before toilets were invented? <laughs> like I, 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 I believe I believe that, that 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 is why this exists.
0: It is it and, is the same bullshit as the uh um uh the port key in Fantastic Beasts, right?
1: Yeah, this is a pattern, right? Like yeah. this is a this yeah. is a writing pattern here, um, and I and I'm sure that there are other examples of needing to write in an explanation for a plot hole, and, and this one is such a shame because, like, who cares? Like saying <laughs> like why is the Chamber of Secrets in the toilet when there weren't toilets invented when the castle was made? Like I guess technically that's an inconsistency. But it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. that, that is the, 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 like, uh, my, that is like a cinema sins right. style this critique. Is... And it's like, I, I just, I just don't care about that.
0: This is the, the quintessential, uh, symbol of, of like what goes wrong with Harry Potter over the course of its run, where something that's like kind of a funny joke, uh, immediately, throws a wrench into the world building as soon as i'm supposed to take the world seriously right like as the books get more and more dramatic and serious and the stakes get higher and i'm supposed to actually like earnestly invest in like the politics of the wizarding world suddenly something that's basically like haha funny joke about how weird wizarding history is suddenly like throws into sharp relief how uh you can't just like make that transition immediately
1: yeah it's definitely like a catch 22 where where jk rowling is cursed and she can write about why the plot hole that is in chamber of, I, I say plot hole and i don't even think it really is as much as just a like a historical inaccuracy on the, right like, it's so minor it's like you can fix that uh, but you've also made your world building a hundred times worse by making wizards shit themselves.
0: Well, also, okay. The why this is this is so perfect. This is such an amazing illustration of like who J.K. Rowling is as a writer. Because why would you construct this insane story rather than just take the path of least resistance, which would be uh, they invented toilets earlier.
1: Yeah, I don't know. They use magic to invent toilets. I I don't know how hard that is, or or even more than that. I was writing a kid's book and I didn't think about it.
0: Yeah, Who, yeah, be, who
1: cares?
0: Yeah, who gives a, like like this is this is the, on the level. I mean, like like I remember the episode where we talked about this. I brought it up as a joke and was doing it like in a plumber voice, right? Like <laughs> like that's about the level of seriousness I take this criticism with. This is on the level of like like why does link never take a dump or sleep uh when i'm playing zelda you know it's like if it, this doesn't matter this this yes. does not matter in the slightest
1: there there is way more in chamber of secrets that i have way more of a problem with than a oh, yeah. a minor historical inaccuracy so so yeah th- this has been been quite an event uh just the everywhere. Um and, and quite bold of Pottermore for posting it. Um
0: I feel Why like there did they choose like a, that.
1: Just a little bit of trivia. Well it was like for a hashtag game, right? It was like nat- like National Trivia Day.
0: Yeah. Is this is this some like weird meta long con where like the few remaining people at Pottermore know they're on the chopping block and are just like, let's do everything we can to sabotage this on the way out
1: right (laughs) yeah they're probably listening to this
0: oh please and if
1: if if so well done
0: yeah solidarity with the few remaining pottermore employees from the shrieking shack (laughs) oh my god there's just so much i i just keep going back to that thing about her former personal assistant talking about how she was like a terror to work with or whatever and like oh this this whole tweet storm thing uh her her completely batshit response to someone criticizing income inequality is just really making me believe uh the 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 pa in this in this story more and more
1: yeah yeah i i definitely agree with that this has been a very eventful harry potter jk rowling week
0: yeah and and like i said i think the gloves are off now i think like, I think once you start replying to, to Graham Lineham, uh in public uh, after the shit he's been pulling uh, and the hole he's been digging for a while, like, like, cat's out of the bag. Like, you can't. Oh, yeah. You can't un, uh, un untweet the shit she's been tweeting. So I am I am now bracing myself and preparing for just like phase three jk rowling going just completely full morrissey on our asses or something like we still
1: have like well maybe we still have three fantastic Beasts movies left (sighs) and we saw the politics of of movie two i can't imagine Mm -hmm. how that's going to
0: go it's going to be so fucking cursed this is gonna like we have reading to discuss this is gonna cast such a long shadow like i'm i'm already like going like skimming through the chapter again going like oh fuck like do i need to tie this back because it's like it is you know she's all we, we we started this podcast knowing that that like like all like with the 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 stated goal that we think that J.K. Rowling is a little shitty, and we want to like examine her past work, but like when she's doing it, like literally five minutes before we start recording, it just casts such a wild like shadow over this whole thing. Like, wow, this really is an author just going off the rails.
1: Yeah, it's it's a it's a tough thing to to come back and be like, okay, it's time to talk about uh, you know a chapter of Goblet of Fire. It's, it's a weird it's a weird experience um i guess i guess we've been talking about this for about 20 minutes do you want do you want me to jump in should we just just jump into the deep end and do some goblet of fire
0: let's yeah let's rip this band-aid off let's do it i will i will keep her twitter feed open just in case uh we get some more
1: a developing juicy story um
0: mm-hmm. she is currently threatening someone with a defamation suit on twitter really <laughs> normal having a having a normal um, Oh, is it us <laughs> oh my god uh yeah patreon for legal fees uh after (laughs) jk rowling sue's podcast that's that's our next goal after i finish recording this uh this jordan b peterson uh audiobook (laughs) chapter uh so yeah let's let's do it let's jump into the reading here uh, because this is a weird fucking chapter
1: it sure is uh let's jump into it uh chapter 27 uh is called padfoot returns and uh please uh thoughts and prayers for me as i try to tell tell you what happens in this chapter (laughs) uh so the second task is is over and ron is kind of getting to share the spotlight with harry since he was down in the lake and people are so interested in in what happened during the second task and uh he's been telling some kind of tall tales specifically to to padma who is um uh showing kind of an interest in him now that he's he's kind of popular but his his tall tales uh are getting a little a little crazy and so hermione kind of puts him puts him in his place a little bit and he starts telling what really happened we're moving into into march and and harry gets a letter from sirius saying to meet uh, for him, Hermione and Ron to meet him in Hogsmeade, Harry feels really guilty and kind of worried, like, Oh, Sirius, what are you doing? You, you could get caught. And and is pretty uh, freaked out about that. Um, it's their final lesson of the day, which is of course potions. Uh, and they are in class with the Slytherins. And as they arrive in class, uh, they're kind of, the Slytherins are kind of laughing over a, a magazine, and pansy parkinson gives it to hermione and says like oh you might be interested in this and in class uh they they read the article and it is a rita skeeter article that is like a kind of gossip column article saying that um harry is basically being like two-timed by hermione like it's it's just like this hit piece about hermione uh, saying that she is like dating only like famous boys, and so she's like two timing Harry and and Victor Crumb and is it is manipulating poor innocent Harry. Hermione's like not super affected by this, uh, but Snape does catch them kind of reading and and talking about it during class. So then he reads the article in front of the class, uh, and and that kind of, that kind of upsets Hermione and Harry and Ron. And then he also splits them up and puts Harry at the front of the class. Uh, and like during class kind of threatens Harry with, uh, with Veritaserum, which I assume is, is just kind of there to introduce Veritaserum as a, as a concept saying that like, and and Snape says, you know, it's an illegal potion, but who knows my hand might slip and I might, I might give you some, and then I'll find out that you stole from my office referencing, uh, the Gillyweed and then also, uh, the boomslang skin from, I think the first book, um, uh, in the middle of class, Karkaroff arrives and kind of tries to talk to Snape, says, like, I really need to talk to you. Uh, but Snape kind of puts, puts him off and says, no, no, you can talk to me after class. But he kind of hangs around. Uh, Harry really wants to hear what that's about. So he knocks over one of his potion ingredients to to have to clean it up after class. And he he eavesdrops on Karkaroff and Snape. Karkaroff is trying to to show Snape something on his left forearm. But Snape kind of is having none of it and says, like, call, like then, you know like not like i don't want to uh deal with this right now and uh and then notices that harry's still there and, and sends him away uh now it's the hogsmeade trip so harry ron and hermione collect a bunch of as much food as they could carry from the kitchens because sirius requested it and they meet up with sirius in dog form at hogsmeade where he leads them uh up and into a cave where he's been living with buckbeak the rest of the chapter is a long conversation between Harry, Ron, Hermione, and Sirius, uh, and I, instead of explaining like how the conversation goes, I'm going to say that this is basically Sirius like catching up the plot for us. So I'm going to try to go. This is the
0: previously on. For the entire yes, for book. like
1: the whole book. So I I don't really know how to do this, but I'm just gonna try to go through like the major points that he says because it's gonna catch us up with the plot. Um, he and also some kind of new information that we get. Sirius is very suspicious about Crouch being away uh, from the Triwizard Tournament, and he shows them some some newspapers that that are like saying like that make the situation sound really dire like is he dying like what what is what is the deal with him where is he and and kind of uh says that it's very suspicious that he wouldn't show up at work but but harry saw him uh sneaking around in Snape's office in the middle of the night, but isn't like judging the Triwizard Tournament. Uh, The other thing that's brought up is uh, Bertha Jorkins uh, has, has been missing this entire time. No one's found her. Uh, Sirius tells us some information about her. They went to school together and he doesn't think that she's as forgetful as Bagman would say. And that maybe uh, Bagman wasn't investigating because she's like trouble at work, because she's a big gossip. Uh, but her missing has become a kind of wider ministry affair. Is like they're trying to actually find out where she where she went. Um, this is also the first time Sirius is hearing the story of uh, the night at the Quidditch World Cup, and kind of asks some questions about who else was in the top box with uh, Harry, Ron, and Hermione, and and hints that he thinks that maybe someone stole Harry's wand. Uh, When when they were there, either like Lucius Malfoy, but he he also cast some doubt on uh, Winky being there uh, floating the question like, why would Crouch have Winky save a seat uh, for the Quidditch World Cup and then never show up? Uh, we get Crouch's entire backstory from Sirius because he thinks the Crouch thing is really suspicious. We find out that um, Crouch was the head of the magical law enforcement uh, during uh, Voldemort's like first reign of terror. Uh, but he he fought violence with violence and like would hunt down Death Eaters and and kill them and and like throw the throw them in Azkaban without a trial. He was the reason that Sirius went to Azkaban without a trial. Um, but And he was like next to the minister of magic because everyone liked how, how tough he was on Voldemort's supporters until, uh, his son who was like 18 or 19 got caught, uh, doing death eater activity and crouch also threw him in Azkaban without a trial. Uh, once Voldemort was defeated, kind of public opinion turned on crouch. People were kind of wondering why his son became a death eater. Uh, and he had kind of his fall from grace. Uh, so that's kind of Crouch's backstory. And then By like, the way,
0: one chapter. We read one chapter this week. It's this
1: just is just this is just so like a dialogue. Much. It's just an entire like.
0: I'm so glad many, we decided to do one this week.
1: Many, many pages of dialogue uh were serious monologues about all of this. Um and I I guess like he's he's kind of implying that maybe Crouch is trying to like catch what like he he thinks that he can get popularity back by catching like another death eater or something um we also find out from Sirius that that Mad-Eye Moody when he was an Auror was very honorable and would never kill if he could if he could help it um Sirius doesn't know anything about Karkaroff because Harry tells the story of Karkaroff showing something to Snape on his arm and Sirius says I don't know anything about that um And I think the only other thing that we uh, find out about is like, well, we don't really find out Ron is kind of speculating that maybe Snape has something to do with it. uh, And Sirius kind of shoots that down and says, well, Dumbledore trusts him Uh, at the end of the chapter. Ron is kind of tasked with asking Percy about crouch. Um, and that's really it I, th- I think that that's pretty much where we leave off they they leave hogsmeade or like good good meeting guys and <laughs> and that's then that, that's the end uh so i hope that wasn't too much of a mess
0: i, I mean it, it is but it's not your fault this is this is such a weird fucking chapter i will say i like the first half of this chapter a lot um i think that the the everything up through the potions lesson is like everything i like about harry potter kind of condensed into one little thing um Mm -hmm. we get some like fun trio interaction uh we get snape being messy uh we get we get some like good silly mystery like clue dropping stuff i was like yeah this is good it's just when they go talk to sirius this just goes completely off the rails
1: yeah, I, I think that like the serious conversation, uh while it is totally off the rails, it was very it's a it was a very funny experience for me to read. Just because we've been reading this book so slowly, I I was a little bit grateful. I was like the, there's a there's this partner the end where Sirius uh like asks a series of questions that are really like for the reader it's like mm-hmm. these are all the questions that you should be thinking about like these are all the pieces of the puzzle and i'm like oh that was a pretty nice summary i needed that because we're on we're on fucking page <laughs> 500 so and i had forgotten at least half of this so so thank you thank you to sirius
0: yeah um uh yeah i will i will save my theory on the on this uh for for when we get there um i uh i i i love the hermione ron interplay at the very beginning here (laughs) um this this is so much more in line with what i think works for like a like like this the the more strange stuff in their relationship um because this is also like good harry character development sort of backdoor harry uh uh in ron interaction here where harry's sort of like he recognizes that ron is enjoying the spotlight and just kind of lets him like spin this tall tale more and more out of control um this is like like we've talked a lot about harry's complete inaction uh Mm -hmm. in in these stories but this is a this is a, a, a an example of like when like character inaction is still like valuable character action if that makes sense like i, I yeah like that. definitely i like that a lot here um and like hermione's snide little comment to ron about what really happened is funny like like all that stuff is great like like if 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 they're if if we need these characters to be like bitchier teenagers this is the stuff that i like more um, yeah is I, this I, sort of low level interaction stuff
1: It it's really um it's strange to me how hermione um her like what she had to do in this book has just fizzled out and gone away completely yeah Yeah. uh she has nothing to do for the rest of the book if i remember correctly
0: i think you're right like like i think that this crumb uh, oh i mean she does solve the the rita skeeter mystery but that happens off screen i think like, like yeah, she, she triumphantly just, like, tells shows up with a beetle. It. Yeah, yeah. She goes off and has her own little adventure, separate from from the main story. I think but...
1: it, it's it's weird because like I don't because su- Ron doesn't have much to do either, and I don't super mind that. Uh, like kind of in a, like kind of contrarian way because he never really did in this mm-hmm. one. Um, except as like someone for for Harry to play off of. Uh, and and to think things about i suppose Uh, but, but hermione was given something as bad as it was and then it just kind of fizzles out and goes away so she she ends up being kind of a weird presence i think in the back half of this book
0: yeah i think the last thing we get uh is i think next chapter is when we get the revelation that she's like been learning to knit so she can give clothes to house elves but that's like A one sentence joke, uh, if I remember right. Like, yeah,
1: I mean, it's kind of similar. Like in this chapter, while they're talking to Sirius, we get a few uh, kind of like jokes or or references back to the spew stuff because Ron mm -hmm. keeps telling Sirius that that uh, Hermione is obsessed with house elves because that's just kind of folding back into just a character trait of hers instead of a conflict that was never resolved.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's it, yeah, it just becomes sort of becomes like background noise rather than like an actual goal for her, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um so that's kind of frustrating. But I i will say I do like her reaction to the Rita Skeeter piece in this chapter. Um the fact that she just at least outwardly just like does not care about this at all, uh is is pretty funny. Um and she's yeah, more interested I d- I in it. Like I did like how that. Yeah, uh I, I like I like that a lot. That whole conversation in the potions class is great, I think. Uh Ron just repeatedly asking her like what her answer to crumb was while she's talking about something else completely different. Uh uh Snape coming over and like reading the article out loud and breaking them up and stuff is is really funny. We get some really there's so much good Snape content in this chapter, honestly. Uh <laughs>
1: yeah he's he's kind of in his final form a little bit
0: yeah is is this is this um is this like the sunset of good snape here yeah because this is
1: like this is this is final form of um snape before he's before he's always
0: oh god god we'll get we'll get to snape content later we have we have some special snape discussion lined up um but yeah no i i I like i like him here a lot like like he's doing the snape stuff i like he's he's being he's being very messy but also not entirely wrong you know he
1: he calls harry a nasty little boy (laughs) he sure does (laughs) i just
0: i you know he's not wrong they are being disruptive they're not doing their work uh he breaks them up uh harry is a
1: nasty little boy harry
0: is a nasty little boy um and he does live for fame uh this this chapter also god i i yearn for our version of chamber of secrets that is just all about harry and lockhart uh uh processing harry's fame because that that conversation that he and snape have about like you know, how he doesn't care for the rules and he has to keep up with his press cuttings and, and re- check on his tabloid uh, articles is, is so fucking funny.
1: It really is. I I wish that that had been the Chamber of Secrets that we got. Um,
0: also, him basically a d- threatening a child with a polygraph test is really funny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it, it definitely stuck out. And, and I, I I think that it's true that this is like, just like had to had to be our introduction to Veritaserum, because I think it's used later in this book to interrogate Barney Crouch Jr., is that right?
0: Yes, Uh uh-huh.
1: And so it couldn't just come out of nowhere, right? Like, it's not, it's not like, (laughs) if if at the end of this book, Snape had just been like, okay, we'll use this truth potion, um, that would have felt a little cheap, I think. But it is funny that it, it has been shoehorned in as, like, Snape threatening him with a polygraph <laughs> test during potions <Bush's> class.
0: <laughs> just completely going zero to a hundred on Harry Potter over basically nothing.
1: And it's just a completely one-sided conversation. Yeah. Like, he's just, like, like Snape like, looming, is just monologuing to
0: him. <laughs> like like, like the image here is so funny because he he breaks up the trio and like puts Harry at the desk that's right in front of his desk. And so I'm just picturing like, like this, you know, 30 year old man, leaning over his (laughs) desk like just just unhinged just unloading on this on this teenager who's trying to do his work just like telling him all the shit he's gonna do if he catches him stealing like a single ingredient again uh is so funny snape
1: is is such a a shining shining light in this, this
0: this this image of snape i love i wish we had just i wish he had just stayed the messy teacher the whole time like like I, you know and i'm fine i'm fine like, like like give him a heart of gold or whatever but like like please anything other than capital a always you know
1: yes uh we, we will certainly get to that um i there is a small detail in this chapter that i really appreciated um and it's when Karkaroff is there trying to talk to Snape, and and Harry Harry wants to hear uh, what's going on, and he purposefully spills his his potion ingredient to be able to stay after class and listen. And, and it seems like a really small thing, but as far as a conversation that Harry has to overhear, I really appreciate that it was something that Harry took action to hear on purpose. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I feel like he always yeah, just, yeah. like happens into these like random pertinent conversations
0: uh-huh.
1: all the I mean, time. I mean, even
0: even the one that we were praising last week, it was still him bumbling into something on accident.
1: Right, uh, and and like even if he's sneaking around, like I'm, I'm thinking of like the Philosopher's Stone when when he overhears Quirrell and Snape. It's like he was mm-hmm. sneaking around, but he wasn't looking specifically for that. It just also happened to be happening near him. Whereas right. this was a a deliberate like I want to hear what this is, and he did something and listened.
0: Yes. Sorry, so I have I really a breaking news that. update here. Oh no! Oh, uh, uh, breaking news. Uh, so so jk was threatening uh a random account uh with with defamation lawsuit uh and uh has now replied to that account again with a screenshot of the tweet with the uh words good luck x a little kissy
1: yikes what what's she gonna do
0: Don't know. she's gonna like sue not us, someone <laughs> on Twitter for saying something to, you're like I mean the tweet to be fair the tweet she's screenshotting is pretty dumb it says that she plagiarized Tolkien which I don't think is 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 a fair statement but also uh uh just completely again much like 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 Snape threatening a, a small child with a poly, <laughs> with a polygraph test
1: you nasty uh, little
0: boy nasty little boy uh JK Rowling threatening uh, some random person on Twitter who criticized her with a defamation lawsuit is is peak uh, uh pettiness except i don't like it whereas i do like snape so
1: yeah uh wow you're right this does cast a shadow on goblet of fire as in <laughs> there is literally it is literally happening while we're talking about this yeah well i hope that 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 twitter that rando twitter user doesn't get a lawsuit from jk rowling
0: yeah no fucking kidding uh, what a horrible horrible person she is Jesus. yikes yeah. uh let's let's move on to the let's 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 ourselves get a little petty here let's talk about the second half of this chapter
1: yeah um so there's some stuff i like and some stuff that is crazy um this i mean actually there's some both um i i talk about this often and it is the perception that i have as an adult and the versus the perception i had reading this as a kid mm-hmm. um serious is uh a piece of work i <laughs> this was not so, this again this is not a criticism and in fact i liked it a lot um but Sirius is like bonkers here
0: oh yeah he's the they lean into the uh the dog imagery here uh his like mm-hmm. behavioral patterns here in a way that i never noticed i guess as a kid um except for one thing i i, I have a, a thing underlined here that we'll get to when we get into the specifics but uh, but in general i like the um the portrayal of him here uh but but you know, i i think my perception and 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 a lot of the fandom perception of sirius has always been that he's like the cool guy um but he's (laughs) actually he is he is mac or sorry no he's he's charlie from always sunny or he is dale gribble from king of the hill he is just completely off his rocker
1: yeah I, and i really uh, like to be clear i really like that characterization yeah uh, and yeah it, not and it makes that. sense to me he was put into torture prison at age like 20 or whatever for yeah. 13 murders he didn't commit and he kind of comes out of prison and is a child
0: yeah as
1: as you would be if you were put in torture prison he, right he has like, dog brain. he is he has dog brain um and like and, and there is a like thematic in this book that i've talked about before that i just don't think at least i as a kid did not pick up on other than maybe feeling a little unnerved but i i think that like the adults being cool with the kids who are the protagonists like as a kid when you're reading that that just doesn't seem weird right that just seems Mm -hmm. cool i think that that's where you come away with this idea that sirius is cool whereas reading it now i'm just like like why is he talking to 14 year olds like this and it's because Uh he 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 has been in torture prison for 13 years
0: because because basically i guess i guess like developmentally he is probably he's only like five years older than them like like he was robbed of ten years of his life, right? Like, yeah, like, and and he, really he was only is out of school, yeah,
1: for like a year or something. And he really is like acting the like cool older student role here. Yeah, absolutely. Not, is, not an adult.
0: He is absolutely like like the dirtbag like senior kid here, right? Like, yeah,
1: and he's he's well, Snape's age, so he's like thirty. Well, here he'd be like thirty five or something i think mm-hmm. uh so so i don't know it it just totally it casts a different tone on this chapter and also um i remember thinking he was very cool and now that i'm reading it again i don't know how cool or why i thought it was cool that he was living in a cave eating rats
0: <laughs> yeah it's uh not a very romantic image um but like like it's, it's not, his not a criticism really it,
1: it's no um i i do like it i i i'm curious if um other people as kids ever ever picked up on this stuff because i certainly did not
0: yeah yeah no he i i definitely always thought he was like the coolest character um i thought he was a cool badass but uh but no he's just he's just a weird guy who lives in a cave um i like I said, I like generally the depiction of his behavior here. I have a theory about this chapter or like this segment of the chapter. Um, I think that this was one of the last things written. I think that the editor told JK, this book is a billion fucking pages long and there are multiple (laughs) chapters where the plot does not move. You need something in here to remind people what the fuck is going on in this gigantic book and this kind of was written quickly to fill that gap because there's some stuff in here that i just feel like given the luxury of time no editor or even writer would be satisfied with specifically i am calling attention to the description of him behaving dog-like oh no shit oh oh the dog guy oh the dog is behaving (laughs) dog like thank you jk i i thank you for that beautiful description there's another one here that is just one of the like most galaxy brain lines i've seen in this entire series i'm sorry I'm, I'm, i'm i'm stalling here so i can flip to the line okay uh harry however was looking at the black dog which had just turned into his godfather Mm. so not a dog anymore then but just like really weird little shit like that like i i feel like
1: turned into his dog father
0: (laughs) (laughs) i just i just feel like there's some stuff here that like another editing pass probably would have cleaned up right like like yeah just don't don't use dog like again in the same sense that uh now now i now fully firmly 100 percent believe that uh that the whole uh rita skeeter introduction was some 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 transphobia dog whistling um uh but i'm i'm gonna relate dog like to mannish hands here and i just don't think that jk rowling is all that creative sometimes
1: yeah that that seems fair um I do I do appreciate that this chapter I think the editor is right because I 100 percent have lost about half of the half of the plot threads that are brought up in this chapter. Totally. Like fully half of them.
0: This this scene is definitely necessary, right? Um it's just a it's just a brick wall of a of a scene, right? Like they go over everything. I'm looking Um, for the
1: part where Sirius just asks a bunch of questions like that uh-huh. that are that are like um at the end of like a pokemon anime episode it's like will <laughs> team rocket uh steal all the pokemon where will ash survive falling in the river tune in next like it, it is that like he just goes through like 10 questions
0: <laughs> well also th- i'm i'm so i'm constantly uh uh I, I I I J.K. Rowling has to be a secret gamer. I mean, like I know that she plays like Minecraft. She
1: plays that Minecraft. Stuff. That's the but, that's but, the most gamer you can be.
0: But this <laughs> one hundred thousand fucking percent. This is like the conversation you have in Baldur's Gate. Like like after you get a new party member, where you just ask them every single question possible <laughs> that they have available to you. <laughs>
1: Oh, this is just a list of que- these are my question options.
0: Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this I is. I wish
1: I wish this was a a fucking tactical RPG. Like, click into the <laughs> cave where Sirius is and ask him every question on this list of just actually twenty questions. I can't yeah, find it is, because it's just like is, a
0: wall of dialogue. This is seriously that though. This is this is like like, like again. This is a Baldur's Gate conversation. This is like. I've 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 gotten to the Normandy for the first time after recruiting uh, Garrus into my party, and I'm just going to <laughs> to ask him every single thing available in the tree to get his full backstory. <laughs> like this has the cadence of a of a of a role playing conversation so heavily.
1: I really want to find all the questions, but I'm flipping. There are so many pages, and it it is all like, monologue. All monologue um let's see here uh we can also talk about um i i guess we should talk about crouch's backstory right like that that is yes. a huge a huge chunk of this is serious telling the story of crouch's fall from grace during voldemort's first uh, is it a war like his reign of the, terror the i don't terror. really reign
0: know Reign yeah the, the dark wizard terror
1: still flipping which which has
0: some weird stuff i i feel like the metaphors are real muddled here um i i i i i did not expect us to get the uh the the war was made worse because the cops were mean to the to the fascists thing uh, yeah
1: i i'm like definitely have two minds about this because i think that the intrigue of crouch's character is good here like yes I, I like that um however there's like again jk Rowling casts a long shadow over her work and i i have to like some of it is just like neoliberal politics right like this this idea that the like the last time the fascists like got power uh the problem was was the cops were too violent against them right which is
0: which is just constantly amazing like we said in our fantastic beast 2 episode like if only that were the problem with police right That they were too violent with fascists (laughs) like i what i would give to live in that fucking fantasy world which is why this feels so muddled uh because i feel like i feel like this is trying to be a um like a war analog right like like more of like oh like there were atrocities committed on both sides of you know both armies or whatever but it's not because it's much smaller scale because it's the wizarding world and it's the wizard cops it's really difficult
1: to get any idea of scale for this conflict Uh um because the cops
0: that have been introduced to us specifically as like the nazi hunter cops right like 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 saying that like oh the guys whose job it was to hunt down the literal genocidal fascist soldiers uh, were too mean. is just a weird. You can't stretch a broader war is always tragic metaphor over that because it's kind of two different things, right? Yeah. Like uh,
1: this feels like maybe the most uh late nineties, early two thousands esque like thing that I think I've read so far. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, like this like weird kind of like like oh he was like he was like there there is a literal line where it's like the problem the problem with crouch is that he he answered violence with violence it's like you know an eye for an eye (laughs) leaves the whole world blind was like i it was just like yeah in every cop show
0: having having the luxury to ruminate on like that specific uh uh nature of conflict right like like the kind of political popular political malaise towards the end of the 90s like pre 9-11 stuff is uh really evident here um uh and it's like i said it's like it's like a really muddled metaphor because i feel like broadly she's trying to get into like i don't know like world war ii criticism or whatever because like like oh like both both the allies and the axis committed horrible atrocities during world war ii and like like you know for for, uh like a very vonnegut-esque perspective i guess but she is trying to shove it into this smaller scale metaphor about like resisting uh uh oppression it's it it's so confusing i like i like i don't know what she's going for here i don't know um it, it's 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 really fascinating getting the both sides treatment in something this early in her work in a way that really feels like the first draft for the end of the last fantastic Beasts movie
1: yeah and, and in some ways it does it does feel like it I, and i'm not trying to paint this as a good thing but it feels like it belongs in this book like it, it really feels reflective of the time that it was written and then she just never learned it was like this was the conclusion that she drew and it never it never grew or changed um and, and like it it does feel like it is living in this fantasy world where like oh this is like the world where the fbi was just too damn hard on the kkk and it's like well it, it is this like kind of like fantasy world where it's like that's never how it's been you know
0: (laughs) know? (laughs) right right like 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 uh, yeah it's 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 criticizing a thing that never happened we've never never in in like western history has the government been too hard on right-wing populism That's just never occurred. That's a really weird criticism to have to like a a weird metaphor to make like a ghost that never existed. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. And, and and like, it's tough because I, I do like, I I do think that there is criticism of the, the like wider politics at play here. Obviously Um, at at the same time, I do think crouch does like, like is an intriguing figure here and i am yeah
0: like well i'm i'm i am all for really muddy political writing about the nature of like government and espionage and war right like that's not bad that's interesting you know i'm (laughs) you know if, if jk rowling wanted to write like her version of the little drummer girl for teens (laughs) uh i'm all i'm fucking a plus all here for that but that's not really what's happening here it's like uh, one it's 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 creating a uh a scenario that like can't really be related to anything real i guess um uh in like you know like like recent history or anything but also is frustrating too because it's putting me in a weird position of like like i'm not saying i'm 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 against her like criticizing the government right like i'm all for like like i would love a a weird story about how like muddy and corrupt and like morally questionable the wizard government is but like it the, but the scenario presented here doesn't work for me
1: no um i i I agree with that it also kind of does this uh, in a line that I both really like but also am side eyeing is the uh casting the contrast between uh crouch the the bad cop who is too violent against uh against the i i don't even want to say they're they're not na- the nazis I, I guess like the I'll just call them the death eaters uh, as cast in contrast to Moody, who is the good cop who never killed if he could help it. Uh-huh. I, I do. Cause I like, it has some kind of interesting implications, on the other hand, I really like that part as a clue uh, because it it harkens back to to his his lesson where he tortures and kills spiders in front of the class. Like like right. I like it's, that it's, as it's, a clue in this story.
0: It, yeah, no, it, like all of it, like that's part of what makes this so frustrating is that this is like ninety percent there, right? Like like if we're like the, the atmosphere of political intrigue here is fascinating. Um, it's just that again because we're supposed to be taking this story and world much more seriously now i can't help but like question what the political analogs are and be confused by them
1: yeah uh and and i think like some of that um like there are a lot of i I think that there are infinite readings of of every text i have a hard time reading this sort of thing and not thinking of it of it through this lens that i think that jk rowling perpetuates and also the fans often perpetuate that this is a a, like educational text for like how how you how people (laughs) have formed their politics right
0: right it is uh yeah it 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 invites the criticism it invites the uh the over analysis i guess um
1: the the, uh, the idea that like this is like a foundational text of, of like how like oh harry potter taught me how to fight oppression right so <laughs> so like i think that that is 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 both like it lends to look at this but also not the only reading of it right like i, I don't mm-hmm. I, I don't necessarily want to hold this chapter up to up to that scrutiny wholesale. no no
0: it, it i i'm i am only criticizing it through this lens because like you say it is like that lens is brought up by the author a lot and it's 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 hard not to uh pick at that i guess and and, and examine how true that really is
1: um uh, (laughs) shifting gears a tiny bit i did find the series of questions that sirius asks and i would like to read it uh so he is he is talking about Vardy crouch and he says crouch though he's a different matter is he really ill if he is why did he make the effort to drag himself up to snape's office and if he's not what's he up to what was he doing at the world cup that was so important he didn't turn up in the top box what's he been doing while he should have been judging the tournament (laughs) updated my journal (laughs) updated my journal
0: (laughs) oh god yeah so so like i think this is a necessary chapter and i like so many little bits and pieces of the serious thing here and i like his characterization it is just such a funny chapter to read as like it is such a like speed bump like like point of no return here's the save point you better remember all these things uh before going into the next fight thing right like like it's yeah. uh it's it's it, it's unavoidably uh, like uh on the nose here
1: luckily it was very helpful for me yes who hasn't who has indeed forgotten about half of these things that have happened <laughs>
0: uh-huh. uh-huh yeah yeah uh, it's yeah like like I I, uh, I, I, I don't, I don't not appreciate this as our, you know, in our, in our slow, methodical reading of this book. I, I appreciate the refresher. It's just such a, a weird, like bump in the road here, um, but necessary, probably. Uh,
1: I will say that, um, this entire time, I, you know, it, I, I talked about how we, I kind of think of one, two, three, and four as separate from five, six, and seven. And I have to say, I was kind of dreading Order of the Phoenix. And to be fair, I still am. Uh, Even Uh the most ardent Harry Potter fans will often say that during like series rereads, they skip Order of the Phoenix because it feels so frustrating to read. And I definitely have memories of Order of the Phoenix feeling frustrating. Um, But I finally have found something to be interested in, which is I I am so curious how this handles uh serious dying and and his, yeah. his like character of being trapped in grim place because his characterization is so different than i remember and i feel like i'm going to have a like very very different perspective on what happened. totally to
0: him. yeah yeah um god i forgot the grim place is in the next book too
1: unfortunately we have to read about 800 uh, 800 pages to to experience the, uh, the,
0: that our, but... we've been reading this book so slowly order of the Phoenix <laughs> is going to be just a trial. Uh I think it, it's like, pretty like,
1: dense too, and also yeah. nothing happens in it. Because yeah, we're going no to get go the
0: Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> well, good good news th- though is is that uh, I'm sure JK Rowling will be melting down on Twitter still while we are reading that. So so we'll have plenty to, to, to Yeah, th- this
1: is just this is just satire, so you can't see this for defamation.
0: <laughs> well, anything else for this chapter I think I think that's kinda of all I had uh like yeah. so not not like a bad I, chapter, just a fucking weird one.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm glad we had a lot to say about it 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 had a lot more going on than I was kind of expecting, but I guess that's what happens when one character talks for like seven pages
0: <laughs> like remember in the shrieking Shack chapters where like there was three chapters where every character like got to do their own monologue this is serious doing all three characters monologues for them uh in one in one chapter it's
1: really impressive
0: yeah all right well i think we should take a little break and then come back and celebrate a certain messy professor's birthday
1: sounds good to me A jolly good fellow. For he is a jolly good fellow.
0: For he is a, a jolly, jolly good, good fellow. fellow.
1: Which nobody can deny. Yay! It, it was Snape's birthday yesterday. Hell
0: yeah, it was.
1: Uh which would have been uh January 9th, which I guess uh when this comes out it'll have been last week. Uh and I figured uh for today uh we could kind of kind of dip our toes into the the severus snape controversy uh do you would you say that you know snape is the most controversial harry potter character
0: oh yeah a hundred percent because um like like we this this is a, a little bit of a tangent but like we spent some time uh uh this week uh diving into the the reylo controversy um, yes and i feel like snape is like the original modern Raylo conversation
1: yeah he is um <laughs> i i i think that's true and i think it's true that all all fandoms probably have their controversies right like star mm-hmm. wars star wars has Raylo. um I, I can't think of any others D- but I'm dc
0: sure. has has uh uh did you know that that joker and harley is abusive oh fuck uh, uh, it's there's... weird
1: all of these seem to have a common theme and even and even snapes is like did anyone notice that uh snape is actually mean to harry in the <laughs> series um <laughs> which uh i don't know did you notice that
0: no i had not noticed that actually i thought he was a, a very nice man
1: uh yeah so <laughs> i i think that uh snape is is kind of a i guess for this like I'll I'll outline what I think what I think happened here. Um and I think that it was uh like in fandom history, I believe it was between books four and five that there was just I think several years between them, right?
0: Oh yeah. Uh at least three, I think. I think he- that I think that um cause cause Goblet of Fire was two thousand. Uh, an order of the phoenix i think was 2003 2004 so it was a long time
1: yeah um, and kind of when
0: the movies were like the only thing people were getting out of the franchise for a while
1: yeah and i and i think that it was at this time that harry potter fan works really took off um I, like harry potter like fan fiction and fan works in general like I, I don't think that they are being made at the same pace that they once were um but it's really hard to find a fandom that that gets close to matching or exceeding like the amount of fan works that there are. Um,
0: I would say it's like Harry Potter is absolutely up in like the Pantheon with like Star Trek, Supernatural, Supernatural, right. Yeah. Like just like the hugest names you can think of in terms of like volume of fan stuff for sure.
1: So it was around at the end of *Goblet of Fire*, which is when we get the reveal, and we haven't reached it in our in our uh, our book yet. Uh, but we get the reveal that that Snape used to be a Death Eater, right? And mm-hmm. it is like heavily implied that he's he's going on like a secret uh, mission for Dumbledore, uh, which I think like you can pretty much make the kind of logical that he's going to go and and do some spying and i i would say at least in my experience or what i observed being involved in the fandom at that time this is when the fan image of snape being the cool mean like james bond character of harry potter happened
0: <laughs> uh-huh.
1: like 100 uh, i think that it goes without saying that he didn't exactly live up to uh, to that image no. uh, but, but i i do think that it created like a a gulf between people that engaged with that image of snape and then what they got and and really there's kind of like two two things that you can really do when confronted with with kind of the canonical reality of snape's like character arc and it's that you can decide that it was stupid all along uh, (laughs) and and it doesn't matter or you can kind of fold what happened to Snape's character back into like this like other like fandom perception uh and, and I think like that's kind of where the split happened and then in the last like few years there has been like a a revisiting of Harry Potter, not done by us, but by people that are that are looking back to to Snape's kind of character development in in books like six and seven, and the kind of reveals we get about him, which were that he was in love with Lily, and the the, the kind of the always line as as being romantic, and people are kind of doing this thing where they're like, oh, wait a second, mm-hmm. uh, uh, did anyone else notice that that Snape was abusive? Uh, and that I think is like the core of the Snape controversy that is like a little bit muddied with this other like specter of fandom Snape that kind of exists <laughs> at the fringes. So I, I think we saw a lot of this cause it was, it was Snape's birthday. And so all of the, the kind of always images come out. It's, it's also muddied by Alan Rickman's portrayal of Snape, which is a lot different than book Snape.
0: Yes. Uh, a lot uh well i was going to say a lot campier but actually no i think book snape is more openly campy um uh and that's I, to be clear not not uh criticizing alan rickman i think he's great as snape but it's definitely a more uh one dimensional portrayal i guess like he's he's always on and like doing the like the snape voice right like like um and is also a lot older than like snape would have been he's a lot more imposing i think than he was ever written as
1: yeah Uh, the the kind of the kind of the alan rickman vision of snape where he is kind of stalking around the room and he's much older and is like uh, there's that scene in one of the movies where he hits like harry and ron on the back of the heads with like a book he kind of swats them because they're they're messing around or something is a lot different than book snape who is a a like in the chapter we just read a you know a 34 35 year old man leaning over in class telling a 14 year old that he's a nasty little boy (laughs)
0: uh and like 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 the the image i've always had of book snape like i there's i forgot to bring it up in our reading this week but i love the description of snape uh intruding on the trio's conversation where it says he glided behind them uh and i i like like he's always gliding or creeping or uh and and like you know he's greasy and like there the the image of him i have in the book is just a lot more uh uh i don't know like he's a little he's like a he's like a fancy rat man or something you know like he's
1: yeah he's a fancy rat man and also like a cartoon vampire a little bit yes
0: yeah like he never uh, he
1: never turns out to be a vampire that was always a popular theory that was shot down yes, i'm still yeah. in, i'm still in vampire snape camp for sure um, oh yes but it definitely has a has a different tone um as kind of a response to like honestly this reminds me a lot of people uh like uh, people are revisiting a lot of like old media stuff and being like oh this character sucks remember when the um the Jim from the office discourse happened
0: hey to be fair i was always on that fucking tip i hated jim from the office yeah
1: it's it's like it's jim from the office it's ross from friends it's like we knew we knew the whole damn time (laughs) yeah (laughs) right yeah yeah Um, i I guess that's a little bit different it it links up in my head just because it's like that that kind of revisiting and questioning of like an old an old older text
0: it's funny because because uh, like the The thing that's funny about it is I I rarely disagree um, with the assessment that is brought forward. It's just always funny watching it uh, be presented like a uh, shocking new revelation. I mean, I think the quintessential one, like this is this is way out there. This is some some deep Twitter lore. But um, (laughs) the 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 recent call out post of Greek mythology. Right. Like that's a spicy one so someone wrote this incredibly long thread pointing out that like uh all the gods in greek mythology for the most part were incredibly misogynistic and that medusa uh was a victim and there's a reading of medusa that's a lot more sympathetic uh, to her situation if you you know uh if you if you really read the texts and and like not not wrong, but also <laughs> gotta like, say they're right. <laughs> yeah, not wrong. Also, probably intended, right? Or at least a reading that has existed for a very, very, very long time on Greek mythology. Also, a call out post for thousands and thousands year old uh, literature, which you know, just kind of a a weird thing to put some energy into. But but yeah, like like these 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 assessments are 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 usually touching on something that i think is is definitely true or or worth talking about it's just always presented in in the most heightened hilarious way and snape snape the snape discourse is like one of the best examples of this i think
1: yeah i i think so um and uh i think that like this was maybe my major split from the fandom honestly because i i feel like i remember feeling very alienated from maybe every side of this discussion because on the one hand like the snape that i like is is the early like messy mean snape because i i well i've said it once and i'll say it a million times that i think that mean characters are really fun to read like that really is the snape that i love right like I think that like when he is in the book and and is being that way, he is the most fun to read Um, by the same token. I, I think that the always chapter was maybe one of my most disappointed I have ever been in a book (laughs) Um, because I, I think that when, when this happens, there's like a pivot and and I and I think like this is also kind of at the heart of the controversy because the text wants us to be sympathetic to Snape by the right. end, right? Yes, like we yes. are supposed to read that as a a, a redemption arc, right? <laughs> and, and that is and that is also like where the discourse is, where uh, it's it's the it's the incel Snape discourse, right? Uh-huh. That he he's like a, a nice guy and he didn't ever really turn against the dark side he just cared because his like childhood crush was killed
0: uh-huh but he, Which, but he
1: was like fine being being a death eater otherwise
0: uh, uh-huh yeah it's 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 weird because the um the the thing i like most about snape in in these early chapter i guess we're not even early anymore we're about halfway through um but like the the vision of snape that we've gotten so far that has been so enjoyable is a character who is uh completely melodramatic and mean-spirited but also not always wrong like that's always been fun about him is like like him providing like the the criticism of harry as a character uh uh you know like like being someone who doesn't care about the rules and who thinks that like you know it's okay to uh disobey all these characters who like have been tasked with keeping him safe in very dangerous situations and not thinking about other people like he's you know obviously he's very mean about it he is he is an asshole to an 11-year-old constantly <laughs> but like he's it works because he provides an element of balance to the story and i really and also in especially in the first few books like harry is an unreliable narrator i like i firmly believe that like so much of the stuff about snape in the early books is harry projecting and i i i I think that's supported in the text like there's that conversation that, that like the one really great part of chamber of secrets that we both really enjoyed were like him and mcgonagall were arguing about getting harry suspended or whatever and like <laughs> oh, Snape yeah. was clearly just trying to like like piss mcgonagall off about sports you know like like there's some really fun cute stuff there like of course a kid would like read way more into this uh thing that was probably more of like a like a frenemy vibe between mcgonagall and snape in this early section
1: definitely um and, and snape like definitely gets like nastier as it goes on right before this like big character pivot that is like redeeming him uh i will say that like as as the snape discourse happened and like a pin like it, it became clear that the like the face value reading of the culmination of his character arc didn't go over so well. Like it certainly did with some people, right? Like th- there are tons of people out there with always tattoos and stickers yes. on their car, and on and on and on. Like like that that definitely worked. And I'm uh, like I think it's like a camp. Like it's a it's a read. It's so cliche, and like it's a reading that I don't really take that much issue with. On like because it's uh, like it's so it's so typical. Like it's so basic. It's in, it's in everything. Um, but as like the, the discourse happened and, and I like the fandom kind of split, uh, down, down the Snape, Snape line, uh, the like main like the party line and the official word of Pottermore has kind of cooled also which I think is really interesting there was a there was an article uh or a listicle posted on Snape's birthday which was yesterday and it is called uh Snape a complex man exploring the light or excuse me a complex man exploring the light and shade of Severus Snape um so so like in a way Pottermore is also spinning this uh kind of new towing the line narrative I'm <laughs> not going to read the whole thing because it's just kind of a list of like good and bad things Snape <laughs> did throughout the <laughs> series um but it ends with so could you ever define Snape as good or bad well as you might have guessed the answer to that will never ever be that simple sorry to be a killjoy, but you knew we could never truly pin down Snape we're sure you all have your own opinions on his actions but really we think the true answer is that no one is truly good or bad in the end just made up of many different shades Snape did terrible things and also amazing things both of these facts can be true at the same time that's the thing about Snape he was almost impossible to label which is why his character is such a triumph and a character we are still debating over 20 years later so Pottermore has fully embraced this right Mm -hmm. like they are they snape is a land of
0: contrasts Uh,
1: it that whole paragraph probably unintentionally sure echoes to me the um the philosopher stone olivander saying that voldemort is a land (laughs) of contrasts like really really great uh terrible but great
0: (laughs) yeah it's 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 such a weird it is it is a a conversation i don't want to have nor is it the conversation that i think matters about snape like i i too was and still am very frustrated by the the pivot his character took and especially like the always reveal um but i think part of what i dislike so much is less so like the nitty-gritty of like how he was redeemed and more the fact that like snape needed a redemption arc at all right like like the discussion around this on you know online like like it 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 takes it so often takes the idea that like snape had to be redeemed one way or another for granted Mm -hmm. rather than like he could have just been like the funny mean guy like it wasn't it, it it wasn't for like like I I take issue with the fact that like his his character had to have this arc at all almost and I know that's weird I know that's it's it's almost like I'm asking for a character to stay two dimensional forever but like sometimes that can be good like like just have him be a foil for Harry like uh to play off of for, for the series I guess and like
1: yeah and he easily becomes like one of the most important characters in the story um by the end which almost feels at odds with how he is early
0: right and, and and also in like a truly ludicrous way i cannot wait for us to get to finally get to the revelations in book six that he invented the sword spell and that he is a secret secret magic master and stuff like all that shit is so funny to me
1: yeah, I mean, book six is is the book where we find out all the mean people have bad childhoods, right? Like it is, it is Draco, uh-huh. it's it's Snape because we we get kind of his like the weird flashbacks to his childhood or uh-huh. something, I, or maybe that's five. I can't really remember. Um, and uh, and obviously also Voldemort's. Um, and and I think like I I think that the real other than the like always, like chapter, which I honestly don't take. I, I well, I do take issue with it. I I don't like it. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't think it tells us what we're supposed to think of that as much as the epilogue does. Right? right? Like I I I think that like there is a world where it could be true that he sucks and only only joined the good guys because his his childhood crush died. But but I don't think it really tells us like much more than that until we get to the epilogue where where like H- Harry looks us straight in the eye and tells tells us exactly what we're supposed to think about snake which is <laughs> right, the, like, the like, bravest man he ever knew.
0: Yeah. Like I'm not I certainly don't want to say that like you can't have a character, you know, pine for their childhood love in like an obsessive fashion and have that be their driving motivation. Like that's fine. It's but but like you say, there's no escaping what we're su- what the text like explicitly makes clear is like what we're supposed to take from that, which is what makes it so frustrating.
1: It's really awful.
0: They really it's, did it's Snape good. dirty. They did Snape dirty. I wish he could just be the funny mean guy because he's so good at that. Like there's there are so many little small snape interactions and scenes in these books that i think honestly gesture towards so much more of an interesting character than the one we get like like i mean there's the dueling club stuff where he where he like you know convinces convinces a kid who also hates harry potter to like fuck with him (laughs) by summoning a snake uh there's there's him constantly trying to get uh harry harry kicked off the quidditch team because he wants his team to win at sports and like the meaningless sports uh like school sports competition like like it's it's he is such a fun character in 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 the early parts of the series and it's like and and i i i don't even think that it's bad that you know you can deepen a character over time i just sometimes less is more and like the version of snape that is in my head now rereading this book still in these parts where he is just this kind of like messy weirdo uh it's so much better and so much more compelling uh than than like the explicit details we get about his sad childhood and and raison d'etre and stuff
1: yeah he's he's like a member of a cast of really bad funny teachers Yeah, i really like him as that um i i i guess i said when we first started this that i like feel alienated from like the discussions about snape and it's it's partially because of like the level that these discussions are operating on because it seems to be like this weird debate about whether snape was good or bad
0: uh-huh and like and whether like, that's a worthy measure of like 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 that's the value of a character is whether they were good guys or not
1: yeah there's there's that undercurrent that is like if he's bad you shouldn't like him or if he's good you should and i think he's bad and i also like him (laughs) yeah
0: have some fun let let the villain fuckers thrive you know yes Uh, uh do you have any good like that fucking thread the birthday thread was so good do you have any highlights from there
1: uh yeah probably. Uh lots of arguing. I I <laughs> this thread has uh so many comments. I was looking for one in particular. Um I guess there's like a lot of discussion about like the value of his character being like the shades of grey that he is, which really says to me that they've kind of like, I, I think a lot of people have bought wholesale into this weird narrative that that uh like Pottermore is kind of pushing now. Mm-hmm. Um oh my gosh, where it Reddit is just a a nightmare.
0: It's a bad website and also <laughs> it's impressive because it was Reddit has always been maybe the ugliest and hard to use websites online, but the new Reddit uh that they are trying to force everyone to use is even worse which is I can't, really yeah impressive. i can't
1: find anything uh this is very funny to me because it's a reply and it's like uh forum quoted snape was neither evil nor was he good but the reply is i would argue he's both evil and good <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh fuck
1: i never thought of it like that
0: damn damn it's true i'm just checking out what the uh what the uh great uh professor snape twitter account has been up to to celebrate his birthday um one of the worst accounts on twitter by far uh definitely has no interest in actually being the character anymore uh and is just sort of like an asshole constantly um i'd just like to point out that they have so you know uh memes have been deconstructing themselves all year uh mm-hmm. and and the label meme has now degenerated to a point where it's become a text post with some emojis where it's like two sure. pins on a map you know you, oh you've yeah seen these, yeah sure, yeah like, like two pins on a map with 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 lines so he has one two three four five of those kind of in succession so far on his profile right now. Um so really, really uh really creative stuff on Snape's part. Uh thank you Professor Snape uh for your your garbage Twitter account.
1: Here's a post for you.
0: Ooh yes such a great
1: such a great character. He was horrible at some points but then sacrificed everything to defeat Voldemort. One of the most controversial and well written characters ever.
0: I agree that he's one of the most well-written characters ever, up to a point. I, you know, ever. I'm just saying, how many characters in the literary canon have run however many flights of stairs and floors it is to get to the staff room before the other events against the dark arts (laughs) teacher gets there, just so he can turn around in an armchair and be petty? Like
1: that's that's shades of gray,
0: right right there right that's the that's those shades of gray that i'm looking for in a character um here's uh, another one
1: here's another one hands down one of the most complex well-written characters in the history of literature
0: oh excuse me in
1: in the history literature
0: in the history oh oh well of course because because harry potter is non-fiction it is history literature uh it is history literature rita skeeter is real uh, and, and, and also J.K. Rowling. Uh, so, you know, that, that seems fair to me. I don't think that's a typo.
1: This is just a birthday well-wish. I had no idea. Happy birthday, you brave man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes. That's, yes. A hundred percent. Uh, I just took, I just took a look. Um, I'm taking a spin on bustle.com. Ooh. Uh, uh, I'm seeing what, uh, what they have to... Oh, uh what do they have to say about this oh there's hmm mm, there's some stuff here
1: uh also writes a lot about harry potter what's that about <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh why i will never be team snape no matter how people re- romanticize him uh i hate that yeah um this is a long article. Goodness gracious. What's the conclusion here? Uh what do we got? Oh, uh here's one. Severus Snape is just another man who didn't listen when a woman told him no.
1: That's feminism for ya. Mm-hmm. Thank
0: you, Bustle. Thank you, uh, Bustle. Thank you. thank you, Bustle. Uh why Professor Snape calls brett kavanaugh lord voldemort
1: no thank you what just just hitting you with the no thank you for that uh i i feel like we will have <laughs> much more snape discourse in the future uh because there's a lot of content out there a lot of a lot of um, intercanonical discussions about this character
0: Yeah. Yeah, and like, yeah, it's it's going to be fun when we fun quote unquote when we actually get to this stuff in the text, um, because it is uh, like like I I don't disagree with people who point out how shitty Snape is, um, but it's just such a tiring conversation to go back and forth on like whether or not it's okay to like mean characters, which is like where so much media criticism is right now, and it drives me fucking crazy. Yeah, I think that
1: uh, it feels like you're having like a a, a different conversation with people, Um, and Mm -hmm. I I do. I like there is up to a point that I do agree. Like, I, I, I think that the the reading that the text wants us to have about Snape near the end is miserable. Like, I, I just don't. I just don't like it. Um, But like the expression of that as like a weird, like moral character analysis within canon of this character doesn't make sense to me
0: right right or or by extension a a moral criticism of the people who do like snape because he's messy right like like yes. so so much of this discourse is like you know this this it, 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 it is just like stating the obvious like like how can you like like snape he's just a mean asshole how can you like kylo ren he's the villain exactly. like you can't ship you can't exactly, ship the villain to the here and i'm like hell yes you can like like why why does everyone like bowser more than mario Mario's the here i'm like bowser's way cooler i don't know get off my I ass
1: a, i have a final post for you
0: oh please please hit me with a post
1: psa regardless of your opinion there's no denying he is a well-crafted complex character it's like joffrey from game of thrones slash a song of ice and fire he's an absolute tosser but he's a great character because he's well written and you love to hate him
0: (laughs) okay so speaking of things that like i agree with pretty much 100% but are still (laughs) very funny yeah there you go yeah i agree both of those characters are characters i love to hate it's just why are we declaring this like it's some sort of like new revelation like
1: it's because uh harry potter and game of thrones are the only uh fantasy properties that exist
0: <laughs> yeah it's it's uh, uh level one harry potter uh level two john green level 100 boss game of thrones and that's how mafia works
1: that's true that's true that sounds about right um uh so th- thank you for uh joining me in this uh, sort of fandom history introduction this is like snape 101
0: snape 101 we will be getting to snape 102 and advanced snape studies uh uh eventually in our readings but yes thank you everyone for joining us um shall we shall we take it to the close here yeah i think so take it to the chorus all right our theme song is hot mcgonagall by cheshire moon you can check them out on Bandcamp. Huge thanks to them for letting us use that as our theme song. As always, you can find us on patreon.com slash ShriekCast. We have so much good bonus content for you. We watched a Taylor Lautner movie for you. We read the worst thing I've ever read in my life. We read After on Wattpad um, and and learned <laughs> all about what Harry Styles likes to do with condoms. Uh, we... Um, there's just so much go check it out throw us a couple bucks you won't regret it uh it's it's all good content leave us a review on itunes you always appreciate that and liz you know what it is what are we reading next week
1: i don't know if you can say uh that our bonus content is harry styles and what he does with a condom don't worry you won't regret it <laughs> I mean, I agree. You won't regret it, but you might, you might, you might, you might regret it. Um, This uh, is a kind of red letter day because this is the first time where I look ahead to our reading and I am looking at the chapters and I don't really have any idea what's in them. Uh, Do you want to (laughs) do one or two chapters next week? We could, we could split, we could do one or we could do two. Two is a bit on the long side. What do you think?
0: How many do we have left total?
1: Uh several.
0: <laughs> okay. Does that help? I uh I I think let's do one because I have a feeling in my bones that the one JK is on is going to continue for a while and we will probably like this week have some stuff to discuss.
1: Yeah, this is uh, a kind of kind of longest chapter. We have about ten chapters left. Um, in Jesus this book. Christ! Uh, so, so next week, let's just do the one. It, it's uh, chapter twenty-eight, and it's called "The Madness of Mister Crouch."
0: All right, that sounds great. Um, you know, God, I'm I, I'm trying to come up with with one of my, my usual uh, lead-ins to the close here, but I'm just thinking about how ten chapters could be an entire there are books you can read that have 10 chapters so yeah. if you're listening to this and you're like damn they've got a long way to go in goblet of fire yeah we do and <laughs> in that time you could read another book
1: yeah or a novella so please
0: read another book makes ocean raw seem tame but know what you're after if you catch her eye because this hot mama is just a cat in disguise